Mia. This is episode nine. Today we're talking about la mentalidad social, the battle between mental health and social anxiety. I'm your girl, Lorna Litz Fias. I'm Abby Knights and... And I'm Earl Yasmin. Yay! And we're here. We have an amazing guest, have- Lorna Litz. Go ahead. Yes, today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Dr. Denise. Hey. Hey, Dr. Dr. Denise. Good morning. So nice to be here. She is a psychiatrist. She's the founder of Ascension Media. She also has her own talk show called The Dr. Denise Show. And we're excited to get into the topic of mental health. But before we get into that, Dr., every episode, we love to start with news, gossip news, hot topics. And my girl, Abby, got that ready for us. Yeah, so today, like you said, it's all about mental health. And so I'm not sure if you guys were aware, but spending three hours or more a day on social media literally puts adolescents at a higher risk for mental health problems later on in life, which I thought was crazy. Also, Americans check their phone on average 46 times a day. I'm probably guilty of an excess of that. And um, anxiety rates and depression in young people has risen over 70% over the years because of social media. So we're living in a really, 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 really crazy world these days. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to kind of know where to find that balance in trying to keep up with the Joneses, as they say, and trying to find that stability within yourself because it's hard out here. I mean, what's your take on this, Dr. Denise? Well, first of all, 50% of all lifelong mental health issues start before age 14 and 75% before age 23. And right when you talked about social media, I had one year, it was like back in 2016, where I had like 10 people under age 16 in a six month period of time where cyberbullying was like that last kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for putting someone into a mental health crisis. And so everything you're talking about, the data, I'm on the front line seeing people that want to leave the planet. So this is a really real topic and I have a lot more to say, but it's it's real. That's so yeah. crazy and sad too at the same it time. It is sad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I also feel like social media contributes to like body dysmorphia, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Um, touching up on what you said about, you know, anxiety and depression starting at around the age of 14. I can only imagine because when I grew up, I didn't really have social media like that. And I think I joined Instagram back in 2016 because I had to because of my career. But I'm not really a big fan of social media. And, you know, my ages are like, you have to put pictures out there. It's kind of like a mini portfolio. But I also got introduced to like seeing everything and anything. So how do you feel about that, doctor, about, you know, social media impacting, contributing to mental health and body dysmorphia? Well, I think it's actually absolutely really real. And I, like you, I hadn't been doing any social media, but I thought if I want to stay relevant and be able to reach all the different generations, I better hop on. And I have to say, one of my favorite pictures, though, that I took this week, um, I look like I'm glowing and I had made a house call. And I took the picture after I heard incredible news about someone reaching their thrive. 
So I do think we can use social media to like lift each other up. And I think that if we are going to be involved in it, we need to be very mindful that our words, thoughts, and actions carry an unseen vibrational energy. And that even when you log on, like even before the show this morning, I was like, blessing you ladies. I was like listening to your Aww. energy for your shows. I was going to bring you roses, but I'm like, oh my gosh, this is vain. If I go in the supermarket, I'll have to wear a mask and it's going to ruin my makeup. <laughs> like I was literally like, I get to meet the ladies today. So like when you log onto your phone or you're answering a text, pause, I call it sacred pause. And you can put your hand on your heart. You can send people love. And then if you watch something in the news or anything that's like, oh my gosh, did I just read that? Because I'm like a high level empath. So when I hear about someone dying or someone bullying or hatred or racism or anything that's mean or bullying or body dysmorphia, right? Mm -hmm. Or that woman looks fat yeah. or that's an unfiltered or an unbrushed or is she doing her fillers, right? Um, I try to um, pause and like send love out to the world and then send love back to my own self so that we don't take on the energy that can sometimes be very hateful and very stressful. Yeah. I agree. Awesome. Going back to the the roses and you know trying to figure out what the what the right social space is for these environments like you said, you know, you decided to jump on social media and you know, you're an empath and you you feel all these things. I felt like it was just me. I hate watching the news these days cuz I'm like I'm going to start my day depressed. I don't want to start my day like that. Um but it's a real thing. Have you encountered any of your patients that you've treated that deal with body dysmorphia? Because I feel like this oh is God. real for all of us. I think it gives you, puts you under a certain amount of pressure, especially because with all the Photoshop filters and these bodies that they have on social media are not even real. It's like, it's not realistic for everybody to be big here, small here, wide down there. I mean, that's not everybody. Everyone doesn't look like that. What are your thoughts? Okay. So, first of all, I live in Manhattan Beach. It's a 90266 zip code. I'm in, like, right by L.A., Hollywood. Okay. Everyone looks like a certain way here. Yeah. And I'm curvy. I grew up in the Midwest. I also feel really proud. I represented a Lomi lingerie as the health and wellness expert for women and body positivity live limitless campaign. So I how do I that. feel about it? Yeah, thank you. And I think um, Lorna Lee, haven't you been a model for a Lomi? Yeah. Yes, so that, I'm a source model. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to say is I think for all of us, we all have such beautiful curves and angles and skin tones. And for me, I think I brought up that picture I took this week where I look like I'm radiating. It's because love was coming through. And I always like to talk about awareness, self-love and altruism. And I think you're right about the filters. One of my dear friends, if she listens to this, she's all about like making us look perfect before it goes on. Um, the pictures and I'm okay. I just hit one little button. Um, maybe I'll hit more buttons in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like face tuning or whatever you do to smooth it all out or something. Yeah. And I know that she'll get really mad if I post anything of her where she doesn't look absolutely divalicious, divalicious. So I try to like make sure I even do pictures of me like selfies after I get out of the swim pool and just like show that I'm owning it, that I'm owning my love. And it wasn't always easy. 
when you're when society tells you you have to look a certain way and by the way that's even trendy i had someone say well, your look's in now <laughs> your look pretty, is you in yeah you know what i mean but isn't that funny it is didn't all of our looks always be in they should didn't we work on like loving our you know loving our curve loving our this loving our and yes. so i think um so I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts because you guys have been on the forefront in the entertainment industry. I'm coming in it now and I'm realizing it's actually really good. You guys talked about being single on one of your episodes and I'm what I call strategically single right now. And <laughs> That's a good way to name it. I like that. Don't you like it? Yeah. yeah. Strategically single. And so I'm finding though that beauty does open up doors. So, you know what I'm saying? So, and also Cleavage does. I mean, but, so I, every once in a while, I have to throw one of those bathing suit pictures out on social media because it draws some of the men that are watching my stuff. If I write a really smart post, Nobody then cares. I often like, balance yeah. it off with a sexy post a couple times later. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. There's a lot of pressure <laughs> in society now to but, have to be this to have to fit a mold to have to do something you know one way or another i know me personally i'm not even like massive but if i go out with my friends the guys never unless i'm dressed with like something like this you know the guys never even acknowledge that i'm there i'm like i'm like the fat ugly friend that's how everybody treats me because all my friends are in great shape i gained some weight last year it is what it is. It happens. I'm a human being. So it's weird. And I actually had this debate with somebody where we were talking about it. And we were saying how if you put if you lined up five women and you had a little bit of everything, right? Body wise, looks wise, and also as far as like what they bring to the table from intelligence to emotional well-being, all that stuff. Nine times out of 10, before even giving the person who may be the perfect person for them a shot, they're going to go for the girl that looks like the ideal Insta babe or whatever people are calling them these days. And so I think it's crazy because I'm like, wow, you could have somebody standing right here that's perfect, but because they don't look like a Fashion Nova model, then you're not, well, nine times out of 10 or more likely than not. They're not going to give them the immediate response that they would to one of those girls. And then all my guy friends complain. So I want to make sure, you know, you asked me a precise question before, and I do see the girls in my practice, some boys, but I do. I'm on the front lines of people that have anorexia, bulimia, mm -hmm. and I actually shared, I did an episode called Your Journey to Body Love after I was on the guest and the time at Lauren Elite's on the Plus show. Um, I did a yeah. Journey to Body Love, and one of my new referrals, um, I don't want to say what mixed race she is because I want to respect confidentiality, mm -hmm. but she's just gorgeous. And I challenged her belief system about what is radical happiness or what's radical self-love. And she was in conflict because she's mixed race and she was feeling like one part of her was saying, this is a good look and another part's this. And so then she and I connected on a really soul to soul level about what's happiness, what's good fitness, what's good time in nature. What are you telling yourself? And Abby, can I say something? When you even use the word fat just now, 
it is like nails on the chalkboard for me. Mm-hmm. You yeah, are you are beautiful. You are love. I would tell you if I was your friend, I would say, please don't ever call yourself fat anymore, no matter what. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's that's kind of like the the view they had of me. That's not how I see myself. No, no, no. I know that. It's just crazy that you can be in an environment like that and be treated that way. Just I mean, I I've had girls that have messaged me crying and, you know, said that. You know, because I've I've talked on some things in my radio show about, you know, this whole subject. And they say that they don't they don't feel beautiful anymore. Like no one will want them if they're a little bit heavier. They have curves or their hair's not perfect or, you know, it's just a lot of pressure, I think, in society to fit a mold that nobody even knows what that mold even looks like. Because like you said, it's a trend. Now it's in style to be curvy. Now it's not. For sure. For me, when I joined Instagram, I was about 12, 13 years old, and everyone was asking me in school, like, oh, do you have Instagram? And I was like, I don't have a smartphone. So as soon as I got a smartphone, I got Instagram. And um, at the time, I think the biggest trend I saw for body types was, like, on Tumblr, and a lot of people were talking about, like, um, it, they had like, the Tumblr girl look, which was, like, it was a specific aesthetic. So it'd be, like, like, kind of, like, skinny, tall, um, straight hair. So, like, all the girls in my grade, we, they all straighten their hair. Um, so, people would tell me my hair, my, they would tell me my hair was frizzy and stuff because my hair is naturally curly. And then, like, years went by, and then when Kylie Jenner started getting lip fillers, then all of a sudden, everyone was obsessed with getting lip fillers. And then it was kind of, like, frustrating because, like, now a lot of people talk to me like I'm almost like a fashion not like a fashion nova type but like they talk to me like i'm a bimbo or something and um it's almost like like my style of face is almost like it's a trend but i've always been ethnically ambiguous because i've been acting and stuff since i was nine years old and so for me it's kind of frustrating because i i I do see how things go through different trends and Mm. i feel like the fashion nova type of body where everyone like a lot of people are getting bbls and stuff i feel like that's a trend for sure it's already starting starting to fade out if you notice with like makeup looks people are already starting to gravitate towards more of like a natural look instead of like the full face glam with like layers of contour and stuff like that and um and i think a lot of it is i mean i think a good way to combat it is like nowadays on social media when if you if you're talking to a guy and he's attracted to uh, the type of girls that have a lot of that stuff done and that like that, it, I I want to be attracted to the guys I'm attracted to. Like me for who I am. They don't like the girls. They're all that have a lot of stuff done. Like it's just because I I don't want to be associated with that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. I think a lot of it is just like know what's good and healthy for you, and then also kind of have the ability to distinguish what relationships are toxic, whether it's friends, if they make you feel bad about yourself, or if it's a guy making you feel bad about yourself. And just, like, see the red flags and then kick them to the curb with it. Because it's, like, there's so much on social media where, like, people like people tell you you're too fat. Or they'll, they'll tell you that... Just skinny. Like, I've gotten messages. Yeah, I've gotten messages, I mean, like, about my boobs and stuff. Like, people are, like, monitoring my boobs. They're like, oh, did you get a boob job? Oh, you look bigger than before. Oh, um, or, or even like, they'll be like, oh, where are your boobs and your butt? It's like, it'll be like a bunch of random stuff. Like, 
it'll be people looking at pictures of me from when I was like 15, 17 to now. And it's like, yo, I like my body should have changed from then to now. I, I you know, I'm going to be 23 next month. You know, I've developed and everything. But it's just like a lot of people are like really obsessed with things and they get emotionally disassociated when they see other people on social media because they don't see them as a real person. Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of the issues come from because people open up fake accounts and then they'll comment like hate messages or hop on a bandwagon or something. So in our real life, I think we kind of, we needed to kind of just disassociate from all of that. I, I, I kind of just post my stuff and go. I don't try to scroll too much because I'm like, it's not beneficial for me because I'll be mad at myself. I'm like, what else could I have been doing where I would have been productive? But for you ladies, what what are the red flags for you or what are the signs that you look for to cut someone off when it comes to relationships or just like toxic relationships, friendships, anything like that when it comes to your mental health? <laughs> my cutoff game is strong at my age. <laughs> <laughs> I am known for that. They're like, don't piss Abby off. She won't call you back again. I'm like that part. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I, I feel like I have a very strong BS meter at this point in my life. So I have very low tolerance for people that are users. And yeah. I think that you have to gain a certain level of maturity before you start to really distinguish what is right for you at that stage in your life and how to distinguish who's there for you and who's there yeah. to use you and take advantage yeah. of you. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I don't know. What do you, you think? Know, I feel like the same way, like, yeah. You know, I feel the same way as you. I think it's a Taurus thing. I'm not sure what sign you are, Denise, but Abby and I are Tauruses. Taurus gang. And so, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I agree. You know, I feel like um, throughout my experience with friendships and, and, uh, and just life in general, I'm able to distinguish read somebody pretty well um the red flags are always there you know i i tend to like give the first red flag the benefit of the doubt but then if it just continues or it makes my spirit just feel different or just wrong then i pretty much don't associate myself with that person um i think i think experience and awareness uh definitely helps in that department on how to like uh figure out who's a real friendship and who's not a real friendship what do and you think denise in today's world mm. so i have a phrase that i call in in you're in integrity so it's being in, in integrity to yourself and then also in your relationships, business, personal. And when people's words, thoughts, and actions don't match up, I have my group calls it pink flags, red flags. And then if someone really messes up or they sound super narcissistic, not healthy narcissism, like really ridiculous, over the top, um, we just say noted. We have like a code word. <laughs> so, so I like using uh, that. <laughs> noted Me too. because it's a very it's like a neutral term so you're not taking on like the the gossip part that's so easy for us to go did you could you believe they did that and i'm not saying i ever i never don't look at specific data of someone that's not being kind and i'm not saying i don't ever drop the f-bomb in fact i love the strategic f-bomb i actually even did a show on it I love that. <laughs> so 
it's really back to the in 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 integrity and i love to have in my inner circle whether it's business dating i want people where i want them to win and they want me to win it's that Absolutely. simple all it's of so that simple it's all about yes. love you know the the biggest part of all of this and i definitely want to toss it back to you is you know in today's world, like we've been talking about today's society, everything has become so, I feel like completely disproportioned, right? No balance, no real sense of realism because everyone is so addicted to being on the phone every two seconds and seeing what's the latest trend, who's hot, who's not, what you're supposed to wear, not to wear, how you should or shouldn't look. And I think that trying to find a way to channel positive energy back into yourself in the midst of the chaos in today's society, I think is essential and something people don't really talk about as often as they should. So I wanted to know what's your take on that balance between mental wellness and awareness and also distinguishing the right friendships and relationships and also finding a way to pour all of that positive energy back into yourself because I feel like real love starts with you first. You have to love yourself before you can expect anybody else to love you. And so what what are what's your take on this whole thing? I know it's a lot we put into a massive ball, but I mean no one better than you to help break this down. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So first of all, I want to say that gratitude is my secret sauce. This Love morning, that. like when I woke up, I purposely set the alarm a little early so I could take some time to meditate. And then I also think of everything that's going right in my life. So I highly recommend, and that wasn't including turning my phone on right away. It was turning the snooze on and then thinking of all these great things. So then you have mindful awareness. And once we start our day, everyone, with gratitude and stay in that space of grace, we actually react to what comes at us, whether we're on social media, at a business meeting, with um, a higher elevated mental health and awareness. Because I talked, I went to India. I don't know if you ladies know that. Um, I feel really blessed. In 2018, I represented the United States and I spoke at the Dalai Lama's Body Mind Life Conference. That's incredible. It was, oh my God, it was so incredible. I'm getting chills. I'm going back to the time. So I was surrounded by the youth that were from the Tibetan culture, Buddhist monks, the Dalai Lama's doctor, my favorite Dharma brother, Lama Tenzin, who's helped rescue children. And so I got to represent. And so I have a very clear thing to answer your question. I Mental health, whether it's children teen or adults it starts with awareness that you talked about abby we've talked about self-love and then if we're blessed to give back in any way whether it's a smile it's a hug our time it doesn't have to be you don't have to be like you see on television being a multimillionaire, starting a foundation you can literally just call a friend hold sacred space so awareness self-love and altruism are key ingredients and you talked about being out of balance I believe with the pandemic, we've all been on our electronics. And so for me, vitamin D, nature, I'm addicted to swimming, like in a good way. So I always tell people to find their moving meditation, whether it's being outside, riding your Peloton. I do swimming 
and I don't know what everyone's belief systems are, and I respect all belief systems. Um, but I believe in God, the ascended masters, the angels, my ancestors. So I throw it down like Xena. Imagine a lightning bolt, like, and before I swim, I like, I do, I have prayers. I devote certain laps to people. Um, when I was in the pool yesterday, I didn't want to tell the other ladies in the pool that were like in their 80s. I did one lap for their health. And then sometimes Aww. I'll swim. Yeah, sometimes I'll swim and I'll like bless a patient in my practice. And then also you guys are gonna laugh. Um, I also love, this is a change of subject off swimming. Um, I have what I call my chariot, my convertible. And I love listening to Diplo, BPM and Diplo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darling. And I like, literally, I told everyone in the South because I'm on the front lines listening to like really sad stuff. Yeah. And so I have to like wear cute clothes, listen to music. I have to like raise it, you know? And I even like yeah. even brought like a funny little um doc Matt Sarafa is so amazing. He's this fashion diva and he's like my friend. He's amazing. He's got this incredible like boss bitch fan. Yes. So, yeah, Hold on, wait, that. let's see that again. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> yes, PSA, people. We all yeah. need one of those in our life. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is it's a combination. It's a multidimensional finding your own best you with fitness, good nutrition. And remember, everyone, we used to give a lot of like 50-50 to genetics, but there's epigenetics, which is the holistic health. You guys have been talking about this on your shows of mind, body, spirit. And so mm -hmm. if 80 to 90% of the time we're making good choices with our food, our nutrition, the yeah. people we hang out with, the yeah. business deal, not perfectionist, but if we have that influence around us, then we have optimal health and well-being. I hope that's if I answered your question. I yes. just adore you. Isn't she just like so cute and has She's like amazing. the best energy? I'm like, yes. come on now. Goals. Hashtag I'm Goals. getting chills. Do you know how excited <laughs> I was to meet you, ladies? We were I so excited to meet you. I read your stories like at least three times each. And then I was like saying, oh, my goodness. I was imagining you guys as little girls, too, because Aww. I'm an adult and child psychiatrist. So I always like to think about who we were as like little girls and how we grew up to be now. <laughs> yeah. I'm very different. That. Uh, from when I was a little <laughs> kid, I can tell you that much. <laughs> it's like a night and day difference. Um, but we've loved having you on here. You are absolutely incredible. Just a wealth of knowledge. I, um, yes. I'm so thankful to Lorna Lids for, you know, bringing <laughs> you on the show. We needed somebody like you. Of course. I, you, I am hoping to manifest more shows with you, activities, and ways that we can have fun yes. and light yes. people up together. I oh, love that let's idea. Do it. Let's do yeah. it. Anyway. Yes. I'm here for so, that 100%. I have a lot more to say, but I'm going to use my good social awareness that we need to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have liter we have a couple minutes. If you still oh, had a do? couple things. We have like oh, three minutes left. Okay, so I'm going to let you go ahead and take it. Take it oh away. My God, I'm yes. so excited. You guys can <laughs> chime in. So I always say that the highest level of happiness and mental wellness is when we're being our own best friend and we're at our highest level of creativity. I like to say creativity fuels the soul. 
So I have my doctor practice. I don't know if you guys know, I'm a single adoptive mom, but then I have, I'm doing work with shows. So I like, I dream in color. And so I always tell people, find your own creative endeavor where that's like writing music, doing poetry. Um, I have music. We're doing a children's album right now. And then I think of shows. I'm going to do some diva discussions. I was like, oh, maybe they could be the first ones that I interview on diva discussions. We're here for it. You know, we'll support you 100%. Yeah. Like, yes. I have my geeky stuff that I talk about, but then I have my, like, rainroll. And so for all of us, exactly. <laughs> For all of us out there, when we're playing, recreation means recreate. So I think when you're talking about a fully integrated person for mental health, mind, body, soul, it's when you're having fun. So it's like, 100%. my mom, my, by the way, my mom was mortified when I was going to India to speak at the Dalai Lama's Body Mind Life Conference. I had been asked to co-host for a while a show called Clean Eating and Dirty Sex. And my mom's like, now, Denise. How are you going to go to India and also be doing this clean eating and dirty sex? Don't you think that's not a good idea? What are those Buddhist monks going to think? <laughs> and, that, and I said, Mom, we need to take the stigma away from sexuality and make it sacred sexuality and love. And so I've yeah. talked about that on some of my shows. So I believe that in the West, we talked about body image. Why can't you embrace those curves, talk about the love, talk about the hugs, talk about your sexuality, your gender, your pronouns, whatever you are in a way that's just full of love mm -hmm. and not judgment. Yeah. You can integrate. So that's why I thought, oh, I'll just show you ladies the boss bitch fan. We'll talk good. Well, because that's all of who I am. I'm fully integrated. Maybe yeah. 10 years ago, yeah. I would have been afraid to bring the fan. What? I'm here for the fan. I need one of those. <laughs> so that's going to be a boomerang and a picture on Instagram. The Your whole personality night. reminds me of LA. <laughs> Where do you guys live? Where do you guys live? Does anyone live close to me? I'm in Atlanta. Well, I, yeah. And I used to live in LA. But right now I'm in Texas and it's a super like, right now like I, I'm all over the place. I, I tell I tell people I'm like I'm very nomadic. I don't have like a specific place. But um I have lived in LA for years and um and I'm almost having a bit of culture shock because the things you're saying really remind me of LA. <laughs> and yeah. um Yeah, it's so fun. Um Yeah. I <laughs> well, love I'm that. Denise, so You're I'm, I'm going to have to, like, stop by and, like, grab a fan from you. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I also have consciousness jewelry. If you guys want, I designed, it's called a Leaky One for Oneness. And it's um it's my friend's jewelry design. It's called Aliki Designs. Mm -hmm. And when I was going to India, I wanted an imprint. I have um, a DNA strand that looks like you can ethereally change it based on your good habits. So I have um, jewelry that's called Siban, Mother of Universe, Genetiki, and it's because it's really about your consciousness. Like, look how beautiful you ladies look. When we wear certain outfits or certain jewelry or in our mind, yeah. it keeps us in a mindful awareness. So I, I, I'm all about that because I listen to some pretty sad things. And so I need to keep my vibration high mm -hmm. so that I can show up with love. Exactly. And, and, and be what they need you to be for them. Can I tell you one yeah. more like guilty pleasure during the pandemic? Yeah, sure. Um, 
I saw a really cute, happy photo when I was in Cabo a decade ago. And it was like um, 70s night, go-go girl night. And I had the cutest go-go boots on and I looked so happy. And so I just decided, by the way, are we allowed to use profanity on the show? Technically, no, but if you need to, okay, I, I can bleep it out. I won't. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't need to say it. I'll be good. Um, so I decided, why not get go-go boots for a regular part of your fashion? And so I ordered just because it was like on my own as a single mother being a doctor during the pandemic. And so I got these really cute go-go boots that I wear with skirts. I'm not wearing them today. But when I wear my go-go boots, it gives me that extra oomph. So even if no one's around, I have my go-go boots on and it makes me happy. So I think that's a good way to wrap up. I feel like creativity, mm. happiness, adaptive perfectionism, um, yeah. just loving yourself, like just being like, you guys, we're only here in this physical body once. We got to like love it, you know? Yeah, make the best of it. I'm Absolutely. like, look, I'm here for the go-go boots. I got clear heels for when I go do my classes. So <laughs> like, I totally understand where you're coming from. We should have like a go-go boot shoe party or something. That would be so cute. <laughs> a little dinner dinner and boots. Amazing. We'll have yes. to, we'll have to figure nice. that one out. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> I mean, you dropped like literally like, a million gems, gems today seriously plug pl plug your social media plug your website Where all of can it we all find you oh okay well first of all before i do that i just want to um pause sacred pause and say i'm sending all of you so much love it is such an honor to meet you i like literally was like a little girl and like sometimes people are like oh my god is she really that excited and i am so this is just who i am authentically me this excited um so you can find me uh at dr denise md on linkedin facebook and on insta and um i love you guys and also drdenisemd.com and ascensionmedia.love Oh, I love that. You know, we're definitely going to keep up with you and follow you and everything that you're doing. Anything you have coming up, if you need our support, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. I know you and Lorna Litz are really close, but I'm just extending well, myself actually, as well. I actually, I'm actually the Creative Minds Advisor for the Hollywood Creative Academy. So I thought as I build the relationship with you, maybe you guys would be appropriate in the next wave of people they need to do courses that reach the world. Yeah, that would be great. We're here for it. Whatever you need, we've got your back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so very much for coming on the show today and sharing all your expertise with us. We hope that everyone out there, if you're battling with any level of depression, body dysmorphia, anxiety due to the culture we're living in, you know, please make sure that you seek the appropriate help, whether it's a conversation, a hug from a loved one, or if you'd like to chat with Dr. Denise, you already know where to go catch her. You can, uh, you know, keep up with her on her social media and schedule an appointment if you're in LA, you also treat patients out of the state as well, right? Do you do? Well, I'm actually, thank you. I didn't even talk about that. So I'm an adult and child integrative psychiatrist. I work with all ages. And then I have a season coming up about embracing your neuro style, which is that we all process and perceive things in our own unique way. So I'm also all about taking the stigma out of mental health and how we talk about it. So that's a lot of what I talk about on my shows. So yeah, I'm, I do do telehealth appointments. And I also think there's a need for more live events. 
where people call in and ask questions like this. I think we could do a really fun show like that. Maybe yeah. people would feel more comfortable um, when they're not, when it's anonymous, right? Because there's yeah. a lot of things people don't want to talk about. Like, you know, and I could give tips and tools because a lot of people can't afford mental health. Yeah. Where so it's anonymous really, and a safe space as well, yeah. I think is a big key because yeah. a lot of people don't have that. So we'll definitely make sure that we find a way to make that happen because that's I think that's important to all of us um, on here right now is making sure that discussions like this come to the forefront because they're necessary. So we'll definitely make sure that we keep in touch with you and we'll definitely plan something like that for the future. Just the beginning of an amazing relationship thank you again lorna litz for bringing the amazing dr denise on the show we've absolutely loved having you so thank you so much for coming in again episode nine <laughs> we'll see you guys next week same place same time hasta luego ciao amores <laughs>